All right, here we go with the news. August 16th, 2019. Yes, here we go. All right, let's start the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here we go. We got a few uh, a few exciting things. I don't know if this is, you know, <laughs> we'll have to see where this goes. All right, let's see. Here we go. Pods. All right, pods. You know, they do the deliveries. They do the, you know, you're going to move. You put it in your little storage container, and then they pull it for you across the country. I think it's kind of neat. You know, they little uh, different sizes. Anyway, pods has announced today that it is celebrating two key milestones. With the delivery of the company's four millionth pod container and separately the completion of its one millionth long distance move. So that's one million long distance moves they've done. They don't say how long a long distance move is. And they've done, uh, you know, four million of these container moves. So that, that's pretty amazing. You know, I mean, and they're really not that old. I, I don't remember what year they started. Let's see if we can see this. It's, uh, you know, Oh, their twentieth anniversary! I didn't realize they were that long, that long in the in the uh, in the game here. But you know, they do moving in storage. Let's say you're moving to another city, you throw the stuff in the in the storage container. It moves it across the country, and then they, uh, you know, they throw it in a storage area for you and hold it and you know charge it whatever. But uh, you know, and I have to say, I don't know. I thought it's a pretty neat concept. So yeah, it keeps you at you know from having to rent a truck or hold on a truck for a long time. Now, as for cost, I have no idea. I've never used their service, but I still think it's kind of neat. So congratulations, Pods. You know, I think that's pretty cool. All right. Let's see what else we got here. You know, just zipping through. It's a nice day. I'm up here in Wisconsin. It's absolutely stunning. Uh, you know, it's just, just a nice day. As I stall, as I'm leafing through the uh <laughs> you know trying to figure out where i'm at it here i lost my place okay the hours of service the new hours of service rules are uh the proposals are out i'm not going to go into the changes there's a few things here and there i'm going to put the show in the show notes i'm going to put a link up to the uh you know to the rules basically what it comes down to some people are saying they're good some people are saying they're bad there's a few changes with a 30 minute break uh right now i'm reserving my opinion on this because i really don't know if it's going to be good or bad and it like i said it's just a proposal what's going on here is being proposed by people who don't drive trucks anyway and it's probably a lot of lobbying by the ata american trucking association which is the mega carriers so you know, I, I think it's good to keep up on it, keep to look into it. 
But it's also a good idea just to not get too worked up about it. Hold back, reserve judgment because they're going to, you know, things are going to change. Nothing is going to stay the same. So I'm going to put the in the show notes the list of what's going on. It's you know, it's uh, there's really nothing too exciting there. So I'm going to put that up. So that's what we got going on. Hours of service changes coming up. How exciting! All right. Let's go on to something a little more. Uh, like I said, the go to the show notes and it'll take you to link to the stuff, and that's the best way to do it. You know, don't listen to me on it; actually, read it. That's the best way to do it. Now, here's one: Black Lane Chauffeur Service gives sick children VIP treatment on the road. Now, this one came out of black. It says here: Black Lane and National Charity Miracle Flight are taking the stress out of airport transfers for families of children sick children flying for medical treatment black lane now offers miracle flight families free chauffeur service to and from the airports in 71 cities nationwide with a round trip transportation via black lane suvs friendly professional chauffeurs track flights meet and greet families upon arrival carry bags and assist with medical equipment critical uh illness you know Let's see. Uh, it says here, Black Lane will provide 50 free f- rides each month to Miracle Flights families with service coordinated through the nonprofit as medical flights are booked. Miracle Flights arrange flights for critically ill children and their parents or legal guardians to the commercial airlines free of charge. Wow. So it says here, for more than 30 years, Miracle Flights has eased the financial strain. So here's what it is. You got a sick kid. He needs to see a certain hospital, needs to see a certain doctor. Miracle Flights will, you know, go out of the way to get the, you know, to make sure this is done. I think this is amazing. You know, I think this is a great service. I think Miracle Flights is a great, uh, you know, it's a, it, you know, it's just a great thing. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to throw the link on the, uh, you know, in the show notes on that one also, because uh, that that one's pretty cool. You know, it's really nice to 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 see people stepping up to the plate. You know, yeah, just really nice. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, why did we save this one? I don't know why we saved this one. Something from Driveline, but you know what? I'll be darned. I can't see why I saved it. So let's go ahead and get rid of it. And let's see. Foothill Gold. Oh, yeah. Now, if you're in California, the the light rail system that they have out there, now we're going into light rail. We'll get back into trucking in a minute. The, light, the, the Foothill Gold Line Construction Authority Board awards design build contract for Glendora to Montclair light rail extension. Now, the award will complete the first nine-mile segment to Pomona for $805 million dollars within an option to extend to Montclair if additional funding is secured by September 21st. Well, that's pretty that's pretty cool, actually. I lived in Monrovia for a long time, which is along this route, and I would have loved to, uh, you know, have run it, but I moved out of the area long before this project was done. I think it would have been fantastic, but, you know, if you're in the California, Southern California area and, you know, you want to run that light rail, you know, which probably, the, you know, it's an extension. I'm, I'm assuming it's the extension off the one off the 210 freeway. That's pretty cool. That's really neat. Uh, you know, I, I would love to. I would love to run that, but I'm. I don't live in the air anymore. Maybe one of these days I'll get out there. So let's move on. Let's get back to trucking. Yes, that's what we mostly do. Trucking. Today we're getting ready. But an hour we're going to the Irish Fest. Yes, because we did a DNA test and we found out we're Irish. Well, 
28% Irish. So we will be drinking Irish beers and whiskeys and listening to Celtic music and maybe getting a, a kilt. You know, I don't know. It sounds kind of cool. So here we go. Celadon Group engages former Swift Transportation Company CEO Richard Stocking as Celadon's trucking chief transfer transformation officer. What the heck? Personally, myself, whenever you've seen it, go to YouTube and type in Swift Accident or Swift Trucking Accident. These guys are the worst. Um, I don't know why Celadon would want any part of these guys. Uh, Celadon used to be a pretty good company. My my uncle used to work for them, and you know he he never had any problems. But geez, you know I don't know I don't know uh, you know the, the <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, good luck with that, Celadon. Good luck with that. That's all I can say. All right, now let's go. Arc Best. That's ABF. Less than truckload carrier named 2019 Quest for Quality Award winner. Well, let's face it. When you this is the this is the way it works in trucking, or most major most major industries, everybody has an award. So no, almost no matter which big carrier you're going to, they're all going to show you an award that says we were the best for this, or somebody said we're the best for that. So these awards, you know, they kind of really don't mean anything. So you know, good luck to you on your award, but it kind of really doesn't mean anything. Because who's, you know, who's ever heard of the Quest Quality Award winner? Uh, ABS is a good company. They've been around for a long time. But uh, I don't know. You know, it's just, I'm, I'm really skeptical of these awards. You know, the, to me, they're just made up to make, a, to put out press releases. So it's like me will talk about it. That's pretty much what it's all about. You know, uh, I don't know what else, you know, to say about that one. Now, here's something that really kind of struck my, you know, they, they really kind of shocked me. Minneapolis now banning drive-thrus to help with safety and pollution. What the heck? Okay, Minneapolis is going to do this? I mean, there's got to be more to this. I'm going to have to look into this. But according to... um the city council passed an ordinance last week that bans all drive-thrus and new buildings, according to Minneapolis Public Radio. Okay, what the heck? Really, seriously? So you're going to have to pull over, park, walk in, do what you got to do, and then get out? So that's, you know, every time you start the car, you're going to have emissions. Uh, you know, I just don't. I don't know. That sounds kind of stupid to me. Drive-thrus are the way to go. People are always in a hurry. Not going to happen not going to happen uh it's just kind of silly you know i just don't see it all right let's move on to the next one now we're gonna we're gonna go on a far stretch here now this one's really cool and the way i'm gonna do is this is transportation and it's also veterans and i'm a veteran and i think veterans are what keeps this country strong we don't know we are or we don't always use our troops the best way but our vets you know these people are the people that stand up and uh, warriors, here's what it is: is uh, news from the Wounded Warrior Project, right? Which is just a fantastic organization. Warriors gain confidence, sailing skills, and new connections. Injured veterans were empowered to steer the boat, grind the winches, and trim the sails at a Wounded Warrior Project sailing class in Newport. 
All right. So here's what it is. They're taking these guys, you know, these vets and, you know, these are good, solid people and they're taking them out and they're teaching them how to sail and they're learning it. And it's, it's just uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic thing. Now, I myself, you know, I, I don't think we can do enough for our vets. I think these people have stood up. They put themselves out and, uh, you know, they, we just don't take care of our vets the way we should. We never have, and this country probably never will. But it's something we need to, you know, that we should be doing. All right. So, Wounded Warrior, two thumbs up. That's a charity we can get behind. That behind that and the, the medical flights thing. That was pretty cool. Now, this one's kind of a trip. I'm kind of getting into this. America Counts, Stories Behind the Numbers. Now, this is from the U.S. Census Bureau. All right. Now, the U.S. Census Bureau, I mean, okay, we, now you say, what does that have to do with trucking and transportation and travel? Well, let's get into that. Okay. You know, here's what they say. Think you live in a small town so small it's not even on the map? Think again. Thanks to a combination of advanced satellite technology, geospatial mapping tools, I'm not really sure what that is, and real people pounding the pavement, even the most remote hamlets and hidden homes in the United States have been put on a map by the U.S. Census Bureau. So basically what it comes down to, all right, let's see if we can get down to the meat of this thing. Since the first census in 1790, the Census Bureau has completed a count of every living person in the United States and its territories every 10 years. By literally walking or riding on horseback on every single road and every single block in the country. In 2010, that was 11.2 million blocks or 67 million miles traveled. The number of miles we walked for the last census was astronomical, said Robert Colossi, special assistant to the chief of decennial statistics studies division. We're not going to do that in 2020. All right. So they're using, um, you know, technology. And, uh, oh, wow, look at this. The Census Bureau address file provides the correct address for mailing census questionnaires, enables the Bureau to track homes that may require a follow-up visit by a census taker to help occupants complete the form. All of the nation's 11,155,486 blocks have already been reviewed. Geospatial technology has improved or corrected 75 million addresses, 5.3 million new addresses have been added over the last decade. According to the 20 census report, uh, program management review, sorry. The in, the in-office address and canvassing operation is now the primary way for the, can, uh, for the Census Bureau to update its addresses. As a result, only 34.9% of the nation's streets will be canvassed in person this summer. Now, that's still a lot of streets. Now, it says here, that means only 35,000 census takers will be needed compared to 150,000 in 2010. Ooh. You know, so basically, uh, wow, you know, the, the, the amount of, you know, it's just mind boggling. Now, in eight, and now here, this is something fascinating. In 1790, some 650 assistants, the U.S. Marshals spent nine months visiting every home that they could identify in the young nation. They counted nearly 3.9 million people. Unfortunately, many of the original records, records from early census were lost or destroyed when a British burned Washington, D.C. in the War of 1812. Yeah, Washington, D.C. did burn down 1812. Thanks to the British. Now, the Census Bureau is looking even further ahead. 
The next step is to use this data to inform or to leverage this operation to do a more automated version of it. All right, so here's what it comes down to. They're going to do whatever it takes to count. They're going to go on horseback uh, up in the uh, Alaska regions. You know, they got to wait for certain reasons to freeze over before they can get out there. They're probably going to use sled dogs to get out there because there's nothing out there. I mean, it's quite fascinating. You know, the, the, you know the, um, the logistics that go with this thing are quite fascinating. Now, they're still hiring census takers, you know, people to walk the streets, even though they're not going to hire as many as they have before. So... If that's something you're interested in, you know, go you look up the U.S. Census Bureau. Go check them out. You might find something you like. So that's pretty much all I got today. Um, you know, it's been a slow week. Not too much. Uh, not too much news. Let's go. Yeah, not too much. So I keep getting these job offers ever since I started getting these press releases. Uh, I keep getting these job offers for trucking companies I would never want to. I would never want to work for. So. I don't know. Now, the Black Lane Chauffeur Service, um, don't forget, you know, that the, you know, it's just fantastic. And oh, oh, well, here's one that just came in. Oh, goodness for me. The world's largest electric ferry powered by, La, oh, you know what? I can't pronounce this word. La Clinch has completed its maiden voyage. Ellen, the world's largest all-electric ferry, uh, today connected the ports of Sobe and Finchev, Denmark, as the uh, my Danish is not very good, as the project's energy storage partner, Lavanche provided the ground-breaking battery system for this project. So, the, you know, this is the the world's first uh, large, you know, the world's largest electric ferry is now in operation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, that's all we got today. We're, uh, as you can tell by the outro music, I'm signing off. I got a half an hour. I got to go pick up my son. He's 29. His wife and uh, my grandson are going to the Irish Fest here in Milwaukee. First time I've been. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have a good time. Um, ooh, I just did an ohm. You know, I should put a little tip jar next to the mic here. And every time I say an ohm or R, ooh, I put a dollar in it. And then maybe I can get a new microphone or something. It probably wouldn't take me very long to get one. So anyway, I hope everybody's going to have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you later. Peace out.